You're listening to As You Are, a podcast dedicated to adding more light and love to your life, wherever you are, whenever you listen. I'm Mikkel, a writer and a life coach. And I'm Shelby, a yoga and mindfulness instructor and writer. Today, we want you to sit on down, grab your girl, your junior high self, and buckle up for this episode as we talk about how actually you do belong. And, you know, I joke about your junior high self because that's such a painful... We try to forget about it. It's a painful time. It's a rough time. (laughs) For belonging. Uh, But these feelings follow us whether you are, I mean, embraces in your old navy flip-flops clomping around the halls (laughs) looking for friends. Or whether you're an adult moving into a new neighborhood looking to be included. These are feelings that are longings of the human soul. Do I belong? How can I belong? I'm worried that I don't belong. We all carry this around even when we shed the braces and the old navy (laughs) flip-flops. So I feel like sometimes we can carry a lot of shame with the feeling of wanting to belong, but belonging is written in our DNA. If we look back through all of the history of humankind, belonging is essential. Totally. It was, I mean, it's how we survived. Right. If you don't belong, you gone. (laughs) Harsh. (laughs) Um, But it's true. It's a survival instinct. Yeah. So that deep-rooted need to belong does serve us, and it has served us, but it can become a problem in our lives when we start to tell ourselves stories of why we don't belong. And we fall into these fears of being seen or feeling like we're the only ones. Totally. I'm the only one who has blank. Mm -hmm. I'm the only one who feels blank. Or if people saw me, I wouldn't belong. Yeah, we have that fear of... Well, if you knew all of the parts of me, like the dark parts of me and not just the light parts of me, well, then no one would love me. Mm -hmm. And the more we talk about it and the more vulnerable we get with people around us and we find that everybody kind of feels the same about it. We all are afraid of being unlovable and not belonging. Yeah. I like that idea of like it's showing up with all the pieces because I think, I mean, again, just dipping into my junior high experience and maybe you've had this too but like I've definitely been in friend groups where I know exactly what to say I know exactly what to wear I know exactly who to be Mm -hmm. to fit in but I'm not being myself and I'm not being all of me Mm -hmm. so I don't actually feel like I belong I usually in those situations situations Mm -hmm. have you heard of them (laughs) in those situations I have felt so lonely And so I feel like this idea that we need to show up as anything other than what we are is a huge barrier to belonging. And I think, speaking for myself, (laughs) when you feel like you don't belong, we're often creating these brain patterns where we're scanning for, okay, well, I'm not quite fitting in or I'm not quite belonging. So what is belonging? What is going to be the baseline or what are the rules for belonging, I guess? Mm -hmm. You're looking for that to survive that connection. And so you start scanning and it can really lead to judgment, whether that's yourself or other people, because... If I'm scanning and I'm like, okay, this person and this person and this person have all these things in common, but I don't have that. So is that what belonging is? And then I start to compare myself and I'm like, I have to have that thing to have belonging. Mm -hmm. Or on the flip side, if I notice someone has something that I don't have and I don't feel like I belong, that's a really painful feeling. That's a lot of discomfort to sit in. So it might be easier to say, actually, they're doing it wrong and, and I'm deserving of belonging. And that is really just a mask for pain. And I think when you are lacking that feeling of belonging, you really get into those patterns of judgment, whether it's comparison or just judging other people and the way that they're living. Well, I think because it's so much easier to look outward than looking inward. Because yeah. looking inward is real painful. <laughs> <laughs> it is not easy. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, and so I think it's just 
so important to decide which discomfort you want. You know, are you going to choose the discomfort of maybe feeling like you belong at a surface level or appearing to belong and then you leave the situation and you just feel empty and even more alone or choosing the discomfort of deciding I'm going to show up exactly as I am and I have no idea if people are going to accept me and there will be some who won't like that's just the reality that's and a you, hard truth to wrestle with. it is not a fun one <laughs> you are not for everyone and that doesn't mean that you don't belong like that's a heavy one. Well, yeah, because I mean, we're basically the same person. So I know that you felt this too. <laughs> but the whole quote about like the the juicy peach where it's like, you could be the juiciest peach mm-hmm. and there will be still people who don't like peaches. And every time I hear that, I'm like, good, but I'll just be an apple instead. <laughs> you want an apple? I can be an apple because you want to serve people. Yeah. But it's not serving you. Right. Or me when we do that. Yeah, it's a a problem. And we'll talk about that in in a different episode about people pleasing. But like, it's this idea that if we really want to belong, we need to belong to ourselves. Mm -hmm. Because when I belong to myself, I belong anywhere. And that's kind of a big concept. And maybe we should go into that a little bit. But just I think when you're around someone who truly belongs to themselves, who feels no apologies for being seen, who knows that they're not the only one, who is maybe uncomfortable, maybe imperfect, but fearless in sharing that, Mm -hmm. you feel a lot safer. And you feel like, hey, even if I'm really different than this person, I belong. Yeah. I belong around them because you can feel that they belong to themselves. So I guess for those listening and for us as a discussion, like how do you belong to yourself? Because it's kind of an abstract yeah. It's a very hippy-dippy phrase. <laughs> That's what we're here for, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All the hippy-dippy phrases. Oh, belonging to yourself. It's scary. It really is because we know all the parts of ourselves. And, you know, nobody else knows all of the in-depth details of you. And even if they did, um, it's still really hard to look at. But the beautiful thing is, is that you think of those people who know so much of you and adore you nonetheless. And I think if we can look at that example and look at that selfless love, because it doesn't matter who you are, like there is somebody who loves you unconditionally. If we can look at that and pull that inward and just decide, okay, I am lovable no matter what I look like. I have worth no matter what I do. And just making that decision that like, I want to believe that I belong. And if I can pull all of these different pieces in and do the work because it is work. Yeah. The more you can find yourself and own that and be who you are without apologies. Yeah. And I think without looking toward that outward validation, I really like that you talked about the the people who know us love us, Mm -hmm. period. Like the people who love you the most know the most about you, which I think when we get in these stories, that feels counterintuitive because it's like, well, if someone knew all those things, like they wouldn't, but Mm -hmm. those are the people that love you the most. And so taking that information and then turning it inward, because as much as anyone else loves you, it does not absolve you the responsibility for loving yourself and belonging to yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's where this hurt and this discomfort we talked about kind of comes in is you start to notice your patterns of shame. You Mm -hmm. know, you might notice someone's coming over to my house and I feel really self-conscious about these things. Or you might notice like, I'm about to post this picture and I I really want to share this happy moment in my life, but I'm so worried about what people are going to think about this thing. All of that is our brain trying to worry about, is this the thing that disqualifies me from belonging? 
But if we can use that hurt or that fear or that shame as information instead of like, oh, why am I like so crappy? Why do I have so many negative thoughts? Why do I have all these things? Instead of just like downward spiraling once the negative thought or the, you know, the impulse comes, but just using it as information of, okay, this is another part of myself I need to meet and take by the hand and accept. I need to nurture this part of myself and accept it because when you have accepted all the parts of yourself, there is nothing that anyone else can reject. Yeah. So I like that you talk about using that information for where you need more love towards yourself because it doesn't matter how many parts of yourself you've healed. Like there's always more to learn. And I think that that can give us power. There's always more that we can improve on and grow. And like you have so much power within you and just telling yourself like, I have the grace to grow and not feeling shame in those pieces and just really using it as information without judgment. Totally. And I think when you have that information, then you have courage to show up. Yeah. Because that's all belonging really is. It's not wearing a certain outfit. It's not looking a certain way. It's not even having a certain talent. Mm -hmm. It's just having the courage to show up as you are. And I really, really like this Brené Brown quote, obviously. Welcome to our Brené Brown fan podcast season two. (laughs) It's still happening. Um, But Brené says, true belonging does not require us to change who we are. It requires us to be who we are. Fitting in is becoming who you think you need to be in order to be accepted. But belonging is being your authentic self and that no matter what happens, you belong to you. Because true belonging only happens when we present our authentic, imperfect selves to the world. Our sense of belonging can never be greater than our level of self-acceptance. So we preach self-acceptance This is me talking now, Brené's talking. (laughs) We preach self-acceptance every episode, but it's because it is the root of so many of these pain points of seeing yourself where you are with kinder eyes and having hope in where you're going. It all starts with that self-acceptance because like Mikkel said, that's when we take the power back Mm -hmm. of this is information and I have power to keep growing and keep healing. Well, and it also helps others feel safe. The more Mm -hmm. that you belong to yourself and you show up unapologetically, that helps others feel safe to do the same yeah it's like giving them that permission and so it's not just about us it's a chain reaction Mm -hmm. and that's our greatest hope with this podcast is that you are listening and maybe you're picking up on the fact that we're recording in a room with the curtains (laughs) half falling off the window or maybe There's loud music playing in the next room or people clomping by and they're all baby (laughs) pops. But we are trying to show up as ourselves so that you have permission to know that you belong. You belong in the world. You have a voice just like we have a voice. You have things to offer. You are so worthy and capable and enough of contributing and belonging exactly as you are. (laughs) 